Greetings and welcome to Worthy Radio. I'm your host, Shannon Yvette. I believe one of the greatest gifts we give ourselves and those we love is the beauty of our own wholeness. When we focus on the inner work of our soul, the outer world will transform. I am honored to be on this sacred and transformative journey with you. Greetings and welcome to Worthy Radio. This is Shannon Ved, and I am really excited today because we are speaking on practicing good emotional hygiene. We're so used to taking care of our outer bodies and uh, you know our home. We want to make sure our home is clean. We want to make sure that things around us are tidy. And yet, as we grow in emotional intelligence, which is really the goal of this podcast and everything that I feel called to is to help people grow in their inner state of being. And so the quote of the day is by one of my favorite authors, Alan Cohen. And he says, use pain as a stepping stone, not a camping ground. Use pain as a stepping stone, not a camping ground. And really, this is a part of the journey that happens. It's when we stay too long. This is about moving a little bit more effectively through things that happen in life. And so we want a clean soul. We want a healthy mind. We want to get stronger in our emotional IQ. And our soul being strong and sturdy and our spirit being fortified is a part of that. And so that's why I encourage daily practice, daily lifestyle, a daily check-in, right? If you are practicing good emotional hygiene where you're cleansing and purifying and releasing on a daily basis, then we can make sure that things don't pile up too much. It's okay if a few things fall from time to time. It's okay if we go through temporary setbacks. It's okay if we have to recover after mistakes or things that we consider failure. What is not okay is to compromise our self-esteem because if your self-esteem is compromised, then it is much harder to rebuild because you have to rebuild through self. You have to rebuild through self. And when we go through things that hurt us, that catch us off guard, that, that cause us to endure loss or even offense or even pain or hurt or betrayal, we have to be very focused and diligent and intentional about healthy emotional hygiene. And one of the principles that I give my students as a tool to make sure that they don't slip down the rabbit hole, right? Is to understand the difference between reflection and rumination. So what happens a lot of times is that when we go through a trial, when we go through a setback, when we go through something that we don't like, we don't like what happened. It could be, it could be anything. We ruminate, we ruminate. We start to think about it over and over and over and over again. And then the biggest tormentors are the people who start thinking, woulda, coulda, shoulda, or what if I would've done this differently? You know, that mind game never ends, right? And there's a scripture where we're instructed to forget the things that are behind us and to press on towards our calling. And so it's not enough just to forgive ourselves. It's more important that we forget. What if you could just supernaturally erase some of the things that you ruminate on? Because if we're ruminating on something that happened in the past, it it, it gives us no power. It it renders us powerless and it nicks away at our self-esteem. So when you are going through something, it's okay to reflect. It's okay to look at it from an angle and say, hey, what was I thinking? 
when I went through that? What was going on in my mind? What was this here to teach me? What was this here to reveal to me? Okay, God, how do you want me to come up higher? What's the way that I'll deal with this next time? Reflection, contemplation is proactive. It's, it's wise. You know, the most successful people in this world, they will spend time reflecting and and thinking and examining, however, ruminating and stilling and sitting, yikes, because that can really deepen uh, the, the ties and the chains and the enmeshment and the entanglement and the pain. And so I consider the three dirties, I call them the three dirties, right? The things that get our soul the dirtiest to me. <laughs> is rejection, shame, and low self-esteem. And the reason, and, and I have to do a whole series on rejection. Uh, rejection is a deep one. You know, rejection is a psychic and soul level wound that affects us chemically, spiritually, emotionally. It's deep. Uh, rejection is profound because if we feel rejected, then we feel that the core of our personhood, our identity has been refused. And so it's a psychic wound that can show up through any way. It can show up in romantic relationships. It can show up if we put something out in the marketplace and people don't receive it well. It can show up with our original childhood wound with a parent. And yet that root of rejection must be cleansed. It must be uprooted. It must be healed. And so before we go into the deep, 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 deep labor of rejection, we can just start by releasing it. God, I give you this rejection that I'm feeling and I ask for your help. If you say nothing else, but God, I give you the reject, the pain of this rejection and I ask for your help. That's enough. If you identify it and release it, now, the deeper work of, of, you know, discovering what that root of rejection was, of what that original wound was, and then practicing forgiveness and also practicing a, a level of self-awareness where we do not take the rejection personal. I often say to women and men, it's not rejection if it sets you free, right? You think that person walked out of your life, but if you keep living, you will see a level of freedom that you're able to have that you wouldn't have had if they were there. Nothing can leave us that was meant for us. And so whether it's a parent or whether it's an opportunity, if it departs from our life, it was a part of our history, but it's not a part of our destiny. And so the, the core dirties are the rejection and then the shame, which is such a diminishing spirit. When we feel like something's wrong with us, when we feel like we're bad or that we are unworthy of receiving God's best, that we're hidden, that we're silent, that we've done something wrong. No shame, no shame, no shame, no shame, right? God says, those who look to him are radiant. I love the Psalm that says, those who look to me are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. Those who look to me are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. And so maybe your cleansing of shame on a daily basis is God, I look to you. Let my face be radiant. Let me never be covered with shame. I won't cower down. I won't hide. I won't apologize. I won't make excuses for my journey. This is my journey. I own it. The good, the bad, the ugly. I own it all, right? We have to have the courage as human beings to own every part of this life and what it brings to us. And so shame diminishes. It controls. It puts us down. It causes us to cower. It's a dirty. It's one of the three dirty emotions that has to be cleansed when we feel it creeping on us. And then to me, the, the, the big demon is the unworthiness and the low self-esteem. If you've gone through rejection, if you've gone through loss, if you've gone through a season of setback, you will have to consciously rebuild your self-esteem. 
You will have to do that with the help of God, sometimes with the help of a counselor or a therapist, sometimes with your community. And yet cleansing and purifying your self-esteem and, and asking to see yourself in a way that is based on the truth of God's creation versus your limited view in a moment of pain. You know, there, there's a statement, never make a decision when you're desperate. And I also think that when we're going through a time of healing, it's not, a, it's not a good time to make long-term plans. It's not a good time to start, you know, making new decisions because if our self-esteem has been compromised, then the decisions that we make will be lower than God's highest truth for us. And so every day I'm cleansing any ounce of rejection, any ounce of shame, any ounce of unworthiness or low self-esteem. God, when I don't see how lovely and beautiful and amazing I am the way you see me, then remind me, right? When I start to compromise and diminish myself, this is a daily cleansing. This is a daily reflection. Mental health is something that we all have. Mental health, just like physical health, is something that can be compromised. And the beauty of mental health is that we want to cultivate it before it becomes mental illness. Just like if I see myself and I have seen myself, we, I have seen, I have looked at pictures of myself and been like, uh oh, what was going on in that season, right? Because I was overweight. And there have been seasons that, you know, we, we say you let yourself go. What made you let yourself go? And if 15 pounds becomes 75, my journey is a whole lot harder. Prevention with mental wellness is easier than cure, right? Heal smart, not hard. One of the ways to heal smart is the daily cleansing. One of my mentors does a baptism every day in the shower where she just says, God, cleanse me, purify me from anything that's not like you. Boom, cleanse me, purify me of anything that's not like you. I renew my mind every day with reading. I renew my mind every day with spiritual practice. I get new words, new language, new audios, new renew your mind daily because this world will dirty you up, right? Just like the bottom of your shoes get dirty, just like your home gets dusty. Your soul is under assault all day from a world that is lost and we can be subject to getting caught up in that matrix if we don't practice the habit of good emotional hygiene. And remember, if you've been through something that's been a setback, your self-esteem will be affected. And the greatest thing we can do is to quickly start to build up our self-esteem again through reading, through exercise, by doing something that we can control. And the one thing you can control is having a daily spiritual practice. I'm going to say that until you're sick of me. <laughs> I believe everybody needs a daily spiritual practice. Routine is the mother of sanity. Routine is the mother of sanity. And sometimes when we're going through pain or setback or confusion, we feel a loss of control. So when life feels out of control, get in control of something, whether that's walking 10 minutes a day or reading every day or having quiet time to meditate in a journal, do something to practice good emotional hygiene. If you brushed your teeth today, then do something to cleanse your spirit. Even if it's a quiet prayer between you and God that just says, God, cleanse me, creating me a clean heart. Right. And so I want to encourage you to flow in this practice and our soul reflection question of the day, because again, I want to give you something daily that you can practice, that you can meditate on. So our soul work, our soul reflection question is why are you willing to make good emotional hygiene a part of your lifestyle?
And then the second part of that question is how do you imagine your life will improve as a result? So why are you willing to do it? And then how do you imagine your life will improve as a result of it? So I want you to take care of you first. We have to make ourselves a priority. The flow of life is God first, me second, them third. And if I practice every day on taking care of me, life will be a better place. Amen. I want to be clean, Lord. I want to be clean in every single way. So I will see you guys next time on Worthy Radio. God bless you. I'm so honored to share this growth journey with you every single day here on Worthy Radio. Bye. Thank you for joining me today on Worthy Radio. Please feel free to visit us online at shannonyvette.com. My prayer is that you continue to come up higher in personal worthiness and intimacy with God in order to flourish in life and flourish in love.